On this episode, we're sharing the tea. Have we lost money investing in real estate this year? Just how much did we invest in the stock market? And are we millionaires or not? Nah? Stay tuned. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to the year-end episode of the Black Married and Debt-Free Podcast. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate the applause. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I think that applause is also for the audience. Yes. The folks who have been hanging with us uh, for this year and hopefully beyond. We appreciate y'all. We really appreciate you guys and gals. Shara doesn't like me to say guys. Yeah, let me let y'all in behind the scenes. (laughs) Shara doesn't like for me to say guys. She's been telling me for how many years now? It's been a while. (laughs) Marcus, don't say guys because there's lady listeners. You can't just... So, guys and gals. That's all I do. Um, But yes, thank you guys so much for... Then he does it again. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I'll see you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for showing up to the podcast. We value your ears. We value your time. Yes. Man, everybody is dropping podcasts now. And, you know, there's are I'm a podcast consumer because I work so much and I need background noise. Mm-hmm. But there's so many podcasts. I'd be like, and I ain't going to be able to get to this one, man. I mean, everybody is starting podcasts, doing multiple episodes a week. So when you're able to listen to somebody, that's valued. That's valued. So we want to thank you guys and gals for listening to the Black Mary and Defrey podcast over these years. All right. So thank you. Thank you. I like that. Thank you for that. This is a year in episode where we're letting the tea as much as we (laughs) feel comfortable. We're letting the tea drop. Right. We're going to be telling you all. How our year was fiscally, you know what I'm saying? And with real estate investing, how did that go? So we're gonna give it, you're gonna give you guys all the stuff you want to know. Because part of this, Sharon, I'm gonna let you talk. I know I'm talking, I'm, I'm ranting. I just had some coffee. Part of this is why should I listen to y'all? Are y'all subject matter experts, right? Or y'all just or did y'all just grab two microphones and start running y'all's mouth? Sometimes we got to, and it's not for boasting purposes, but it's to, it's to show your resume, show your work. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of what this is too, for maybe new listeners. That's like, why do I need to listen to y'all? Y'all ain't, who is y'all? Well, we're going to tell you some of the things that we're doing and we, we've, we like to share what we've done. So it's like showing your resume. Shire, what's your thoughts? Yes. But I also think that it's, like educational like I feel that the level of detail into our finances that we're going to share is not uh, typical for most podcasts right it's not typical for the internet (laughs) Um, and it's not to be um, braggadocious in any way but to just really talk about real life yeah we just talk about real life some of the the challenges Mm -hmm. and what it really looks like to be a real estate investor. And then yes. also, of course, we're contributing to our 401k mm-hmm. and just talking about that experience as well. Absolutely. Shire, before we get into that, 
how was your Christmas? How, how was the Christmas season for you? Let's kind of do that thing there. You know, um, people want to know. Christmas was so busy. Man, this felt like the busiest Christmas ever. Yeah, I I don't think that we've had a Christmas like this in years. Yes, and I think that COVID, since COVID, yeah, I think COVID has something to do with it because a lot of the gatherings slowed down during COVID. I mean, our son had COVID on Christmas Day last year. I and was recovering so, from COVID. Marcus was recovering from COVID, and so this year, everything was in full swing. There were so many um, houses we need needed to visit. Yes. Um, family in-laws and i love seeing everyone Mm -hmm. but it was great to see everyone you're right yes but i was exhausted Exhausted. we did not get home from everyone's house we went to two different um houses right yes christmas Um, day i'm sorry about that um we didn't get home till like seven and i i was exhausted and so i'm going to rethink (laughs) yes (laughs) what christmas looks like and hopefully find a way to have at least time for our immediate family Mm -hmm. before running everywhere (laughs) but i love to see i love spending time with family man if i could snap my fingers and just see them all once that would be ideal come to our house yeah just that would just be ideal but we had we're operating with literally we're operating with three totally different families because shira's family is one four different families our intermediate household. That's one, right? Then we got Shira's it, um, side of the family. Yes. And my side of the family is broken up into two large families. I would say three. <laughs> I would say yeah. the gathering with your just your parents. Right. Then your mom's side. Right. And then your dad's side. So we're talking five families at this point. <sighs> it was a lot, y'all. It was a lot. But, but we hope. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed your Christmas season. Uh, your New Year's is still approaching, but we we're creeping up on New Year's, so. Yeah, definitely excited for that. Yes. All right, Shira, where do we start? Let's 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 tell all of our business. <laughs> now, this is for family only, y'all. So, like, we we do this because we value your, like I said on the front end, you being a part of the Black Married and Debt Free family. So, this is this is only for family business. So, if you're not family, you can go in and head uh, and exit. No. Now. no. <laughs> Well, I think the well, we have been planning to do this podcast for a while. Mm-hmm. I think we did it last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, let's do it again this year. Yes. And then earlier today, we did an interview. Yes. Um, with, I guess it was Scripps. Scripps News. News. They're, they have like a lot of stations based in Chicago, but they have a lot of stations in Atlanta, all over really. And they wanted to know about real estate investing and projections for 2024 so yeah it was basically like should you invest yes. in 2024 and what are some things that you need to consider and so that was how we started our day was with that conversation yes it was such a great combo it right? was good it's like get your blood flowing and talking about something you're very interested in and so we said let's let's do the podcast so we're also going to share some of the things we shared on that uh-huh. along with how our year went as far as let's start with the real estate side, because that's what a lot of people are interested in. How did it go for us last year with repairs? What did we bring home? And these, these numbers are going to be new to me, guys, because Shire's over there on her little laptop punching the numbers. So I don't know what how the year ended up for us. I know what our projections were, but let's let's hear it. Shire. Where do you want to start? 
Well, you said you wanted to start with real estate. That's fine. Or do you want to save that, Shire? Is that something no. you want to? Okay. No, okay. I think that will take the bulk of the time. Okay. Um, well, but too- I do want to say, y'all hope that we make it on television. I mean, you do mm. interviews and sometimes you just don't know Things what happens cut. to right. them. But right. if we make it on television, mm-hmm. we'll share the link, right? Yes, okay. we will share the link. So we'll let y'all know in the next episode Yes, if we made it. <laughs> we yes. should know by then. Okay, so taking a look at um, our real estate journey for mm-hmm. 2023, as most of you um, know, we have five properties so i i kind of look at us as like a small mom mom and yes. pop investors um having less than 10 yes did we um, make so we made no acquisitions in 2023 i'm guessing correct no we <laughs> okay. didn't buy any real estate all right L- listen the interest rates were just way too high yes. and we just really focused our efforts and in just investing in our employer offered 401k mm-hmm. um but back to real estate how did it go for us what did the year look like? Yes. And as a recap, as I shared, we have five properties. We have two in North Carolina. We have three in Alabama. Um, so let's talk about North Carolina for a moment. So North Carolina, um, we have two properties that did, uh, I would say we didn't have very many issues. Mm-mm. I think that you share that each house that we own had some sort of repair. Yes. But in North Carolina, um, I would say those are our gyms. I'm so glad that we started there. We are in a small um, town outside of Charlotte, about an hour outside of Charlotte. Um, and those houses both rented for thirteen fifty mm-hmm. a month. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I think that those went well. Yeah, those went well. The uh, one piece of news I have on one is that a tenant wanted to go month to month, right? Yeah. So we got reached out and said, tenant would like to go month to month. And that's not ideal for us. We like six months to a year. Shoot. Yes, Maybe I need a two-year lease. Come you know on, what I'm saying? commitment. So our knee-jerk was like, no. But I said, let me ask Shire first. Shire's always got a balanced view. She's like, yeah, we can do the month to month. And the reason why this person wanted because they don't they're planning on potentially moving at some point and they don't want to get locked in. So I was like, shoot, you start weighing your options. And so I was like, let's go month, month, but we need to assess that rent and go up. Right. Well, ask the ask the property property manager. manager. What does she think? Is this a good time to go up? Has the rents increased? So she reached back out to us and said, actually, the rents have, have dropped in the area. So. So don't go so up. So don't go up. And you'd be smart to go with the month to month or he going to just get up out of there. Yeah. And so that's the one thing that I guess is not a great thing for the well, for those homes, for I, one of the homes in North Carolina. Yeah. And I guess it'll be a test run. Like we've never gone month to month with a tenant. So well, she said he's a good tenant and keeps the property really great. Okay. She did say that. See. That's why you have to have a good property manager, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Who's local to the area. It's, just, it's a small town, and I think the town is small enough for the property manager to yeah. check on the properties. Yes. You know, I remember one of the properties that we purchased, she's like, oh, my brother used to live down the street. Yes. You know, so it's small enough for you to, like, keep an eye on all of your rentals. Mm-hmm. And so with that feedback, you know someone's taking care of, of the home, you don't want to just throw them out to the wind. Right. So 
I'm glad that we yeah. went the route that we went. And I think next year we'll be able to have an update on what ultimately happened with that tenant. Mm-hmm. And if this is something that we do in the future. Yes. So I think moving on to um, Alabama, mm-hmm. I-, I feel like this year we got some requests this year that were new to us. Yes. And one of the requests was there was a tenant who wanted to purchase the home from us. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. can you like share about that? Yeah, yeah. We got reached out to by our property manager in Alabama, and they said uh, one of the tenants wants to know, do you want to sell the home? So we start, you know, thinking about it, and we, was, we definitely didn't want to, but we was like, well, let's just see, like, what could we get it for? I don't even know if we got to the point where they made us an, a number, Shire. Did we get there? No. Oh, we didn't. Okay. So we decided no, you know. And unfortunately, that tenant ended up leaving. Yeah. Right. And I'm going to keep it all the way real with y'all. When last time I was in Alabama, I drove past that property and the tenant had a nice car. Marcus. <laughs> they had a nice car. So I was like, oh, man, this is going. that's obviously a good tenant. Well, hopefully signs of a good tenant. I think they were a great tenant, but they're also thinking about their financial future. Mm-hmm. And I think it doesn't hurt to ask if you're living somewhere and you want to buy it. You could be at a time I, where I the person. I ain't mad at them. Yeah, that was exactly. a good move. But I, they said, well, hey, we're going to leave. And so they end up leaving, which left. And that property has a brand new freaking roof. So that's a good house. But they end up leaving. And so we had a two-month vacancy. Yes. Two-month vacancy. We tried to list it for what the tenant left. Uh, what they were paying. they were paying, right? And. It just sat on the market for a while, and then our guy said, "You know, we should get it under uh, school to give numbers." Yeah. Okay. We were trying to list for eight fifty, and he said we should list for like seven ninety, just to give the allure that it's a lot less. So we did that, and it sold in like two days. You said it or, sold. Uh, I'm sorry, not sold. <laughs> Least in like two days. Okay. So, yep, that was that. Well, we should talk about that a little bit more because when you get into real estate investing, you are projecting your rent to go up um, each year that you have the property. So I think that the fact that we had to drop it really speaks to that area that we invested in Mm -hmm. and also just the... The rental market. I mean, that's two instances. Yes. One in North Carolina where she said, don't raise it. Yep. It's already at it's dropping. It's dropping here. here locally. And then in Alabama, they're like, nope, you can't get it. Yesterday's mm-hmm. price is not today's price. It's actually lower. Mm-hmm. And so that's just not something that you that you usually think about happening right. when you are getting into this arena. Yes. And I will say that I don't think we were open to selling the house because we hadn't had it very long. Right. I need to get something out of it before you yes. know, we take a step to sell. <laughs> take a step to sell. And these interest rates are crazy. So it's not like we would have been able to necessarily sell it and upgrade to a higher quality property yes. just because the interest rates are um, so high. Yeah. And guys, Guys and gals, we're going to show you later on what we owe on these houses. Yes. And you just don't sell stuff like this. I mean, for what we owe and what we're getting in rent, you just, you don't sell it. Unless y'all going to, you need a make me sell kind of price. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, so yeah, so that was with that, that property there. Yeah. And so 
Also, we had another tenant in Alabama where they were renewing their lease. Mm-hmm. And we wanted, exa- not we, the property manager wanted to go up. You know? Yes. They didn't talk to us first. They wanted to go up. Yes. They went to the tenant and said, hey, you want to renew your lease? This is the new rental amount. Yeah. Which I ain't mad at them for. I like that. The, the, right. I like how they were proactive in that. Yes. So the man, the property manager, they get 10% of the gross rent. Yes. So just so you all know. Mm-hmm. So if the rent goes up, they benefit from that. Right. So they went to this tenant and the tenant said what? Refresh my memory. Oh, okay. I'm about to refresh the memory. I'm going to refresh it right now. So the tenant said they could not afford the increase. And so you called me at work. Yes. Yes. You called me at work and you gave me the story. Okay. I remember. And you were like, you know what? This tenant, they can't afford the increase. You know, let's get them up out of there and get, you know what I mean? Let's get some more money. Was that my was that my That was your energy, yes. but as we had the conversation, we ended on the same page. Yes. And that was guess what? I don't think that now is a good time for us to have a vacancy. Is gonna have a vacancy. The property manager most likely is gonna crack you upside the head oh, on yeah. repairs. Yeah, when they leave. When they leave. So when you looked at the year's income for that property, you're gonna be you might be in there. You might hole. be in the red. You might be in the hole. And we're just saying that because we know our property manager mm-hmm. in Montgomery, they have um they, standards for their properties. They've stepped up their standards, which is yes. shout out to them. But unfortunately, it a lot of that falls on us as yes. the owners. Hey, we want to update this. We want each room to have a now fan. has to have ceiling fans. So yes. now you got to run electrical. You got to do this. Hey, this isn't up to standard. It's like, that's cool that y'all upping y'all standards, but why didn't y'all do that from the jump? <laughs> yes. So, so we yeah. didn't want to go through all that. If there are tenants in there and the tenant is loving the house, you don't have to go in and do a bunch of repairs for the next person to to rent it out you right know what i mean so the goal is to keep keep the person in there y'all can live in that house forever as long as you paying to rent yeah and i you know I, I told marcus you know this could be um a problem later on say rents do go up in the area and we want to be competitive with the market um and so maybe in the future we'll have to have a tough conversation but for now we figured that it'd be it's best to best, let them stay it's best for us financially mm-hmm. to let them stay and you know we have to also consider our reserves and what yes. investment we want to put into the property mm-hmm. and then also this individual would have to look for another home and yes. at the time it was just like let's just let's not do this yes and i'm so glad that we made that choice because that's when we that's when the vacancy happened right mm-hmm. after. Right so after we might have had two vacant properties, yeah. paying mortgages on two different places, and mm-hmm. it just would have been a mess. So though we made this decision this time, I can't say that we'll make that decision next time, mm-hmm. but I do think that we made the right choice. The right choice. So Shar, what's 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 the numbers looking like? You know what I'm saying? What 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 how did we do for this year on in real estate? Okay, so first we'll talk about the repairs. Mm-hmm. So the repairs for the year um, totaled three thousand two hundred fifty-four dollars. It's not too bad, man. Not too bad at all. Little knickknack stuff, AC charge here, uh, sink not working here. You know, toilet backed up there. Three thousand dollars. 
Yes. Um, nothing the, major. Nothing too, vacancy, too major. The vacancy repair. I have was, vacancy in here. Yeah, that was the largest. Oh, bill okay. Of that three thousand. Okay. Okay. So that includes when the house is vacant mm-hmm. and all of the things that needed to happen to get it ready. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing was the vacancy. So mm-hmm. the one house was vacant for two months. Mm-hmm. And so that vacancy cost us $1,700. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing that I calculated was fees. So yes. our property manager, they take, you know, 10% of the gross rent in Alabama. Well, I just um, did a blanket. Oh, you just for, did a okay. Yeah, I like that. We got lucky when we started, and one of our property managers was at like eight percent. But yes. just to simplify the math, I just did a flat ten percent. Mm-hmm. So the fees that we paid for this year um, was six thousand two hundred twenty-eight dollars. Okay. And these are property management fees. Mm-hmm. Now, some folks would hear that and say, "Wow, six thousand—that's kind of a lot." Do I want to take on this myself? Maybe later. <laughs> but, I mean, and of course you can, but for us, we would rather yeah. someone else do it. Yeah. I'm too busy with other stuff to be managing houses, too. <laughs> but <Yes. go> ahead. <laughs> and actually, there is one expense that I forgot to include, and that was property taxes. Ah. Do you know that? Was 18. It? Okay, 1800 For one, one house. Okay, so we, so as you all likely know, is that when you are, you have a mortgage on a home, mm-hmm. usually the taxes are calculated within the mortgage. Yes. Um, but since one of our houses is completely paid off, we do have to pay the tax bill. Mm-hmm. And the taxes went up, correct? Yeah, it was around 12 when we bought the house and now it's at 18. 18 yeah. So that was a fee. And then our biggest fee was mortgage the yes, mortgages the mortgages on the home so we have four mortgages mm-hmm. and the mortgage payments range from $322 to $605 let's pause there now y'all know <laughs> that some of y'all cars in y'all driveway right now is cost you more a month than them houses you know that so that is part of the reason why we really wouldn't want to sell these homes or refinance the homes or do anything with the homes because we got locked in rates on the homes that make our payments in the threes and at the absolute highest in the sixes. So I feel really blessed that we bought when we did mm-hmm. and it makes it hard to just keep buying now when you know your returns won't be like that your spread won't be like that your monthly payment will not be in the threes for those same houses right. <laughs> so that's just a huge blessing so the mortgages are very manageable i mean we could probably pay those with our regular jobs uh, if we didn't i'm not gonna do that we ain't though. gonna do that but it's a blessing all right okay so i think i started like with the bad news first and those mm-hmm. were just all of the fees mm-hmm. so i think i've covered everything mm-hmm. i mean i covered repairs vacancy wait i didn't share the cost of the mortgages for the year not the total no okay so the total that we paid for those four mortgages for the year was nineteen thousand 
$272. Okay. So just taking into account all of the cost to own the real estate that we do have, when we look at repairs, vacancy, mortgages, the property management fees, the taxes, that's $32,254. Okay. So the real question is, is this a profitable, profitable. Uh, thing to do when you have so much expenses? Yes. So what do you think, Shire? What does the numbers tell us? Okay. Did so Make money or lose money. <laughs> so I'll tell you the gross. That's before all of our expenses. And then I'll tell you the net or the profit. So the gross income for those properties is $62,280. Okay. After we subtract all of the expenses that we just reviewed, mm-hmm. the profit for the year is $30,026. Okay. What's your thoughts on that? Sounds great. Sounds incredible, but I don't know where that money went. No, <laughs> nah, nah, that's good. That that's that's uh that's why we do it, you know? To for that number. And what what is positive about this whole thing is that once we get rid of the expenses, once we get rid of the mortgages, once maybe we get to a place where we wanna start um managing the properties, you're gonna spread and you know, that that net is just going to get bigger once the rents increase. One, you know what I mean? There's so many options with it that this is great. But that number is great. And I think our projection for last year were in were, was 30 plus and we were kind of looked at each other shocked. And to actually hit that number and not have like any major repairs that would bring that number down is very positive. So that is I'm I'm excited to, to see that we actually crossed 30 yeah um in profit i just between you and i i don't have any intention on managing these houses so if that's okay. something that you want to take on <laughs> then yeah. that would be up to you but i will something say like that yeah. you know you're paying nineteen thousand two hundred seventy two dollars in mortgages mm-hmm. and so if we didn't have those mortgages that's almost twenty thousand addition you know to profit so I look forward to having those debts paid. Of course, we're on you know thirty-year fixed mortgage, but yes. obviously, with this type of profit, we do have the ability to reallocate dollars to paying off these mortgages faster. And just thinking about the conversation that we had with Scripps News about is twenty twenty-four a good time to invest in real estate? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, we might have the option to do that. Or we could just focus in on mm-hmm. paying down these debts. Yes. And that would in turn increase our cash flow. Exactly. Exactly. So you we have a lot of options. And so that this makes me happy. This makes me happy. Yeah. And I will say that um while we try to keep our finances separate, mm-hmm. we usually don't tap into real estate mm-hmm. funds. There have been times when we have. This year was a little different. Yeah. yeah. Everything was going up. Kid, our children's uh, extracurricular activities just really got crazy this year. So, yeah, we did uh, go in there a little bit and grab a couple of dollars. You know, we grab <laughs> you a couple do dollars do. or like if we want to take a vacation, yeah. we'll, we might use um, money from that, too. So it's really uh, your income. So you can yeah. choose how you want to use it. Right. 
Um, also, it does count as income. So it does count we, as income, so you will be taxed on it. Exactly. So we have our nine to five jobs, but you know this is in addition to our nine to five dollars. Yes. And while there are a lot of tax benefits when it comes to mm-hmm. real estate, um, it is something just for you to be aware of. Yes. But obviously, as we walk through the numbers, as much as we have profited, a lot of it went to the expenses just to right. have them. Right. Yeah, Shire, I think this is great to kind of do this snapshot uh, of the real estate investing for the year. And we're hoping for as good, if not better, next year. So this is good. This is good. Now, Shire, we have some other milestones we want to let people in on. Um Yes. Look, well, you hear the let, let's start pause. here. Right. Because we're looking at each other like, what do we want to say? Well, let's start here, Shire. They, the federal government or whoever does this, I don't know, is it IRS? Maybe it's IRS, upped the amount that you could invest in your 401k and both Roth IRA last year from, I forget where it was, but 401k, the max that you can invest invest this year was twenty two thousand five hundred and for the Roth IRA it was like sixty five sixty five hundred so we wanted to get we wanted to push as close as we could to maxim both of those out each Shira maxing her two out me max my two out I don't think we hit we that didn't goal. hit it on the 401 <laughs> you know but we did on our Roth IRA we maxed those out uh-huh um but what we did do this year, everyone, was we really focused in on putting money in the market consistently mm-hmm. every month. And we didn't get to the 22500 but I think we're, we're at last year's max, which was 20000 each. I think, I think we were able to. Last it's year hard was, tw- to look was back 20, I thought it was 22500 Wait, that's this year. That's this year. Okay. Somebody, anyway, we're, somebody's going to fact yes, check us. We're right. in the 20s <laughs> for how much we were able to contribute to each of our 401s. And then we both maxed out our Roth IRAs. So I said all that to say the market did well to close out the year. Yes. It was pretty much propped up throughout the year with the tech sector, AI, the optimism towards AI really boosted the overall stock market. And that's what we invested. We invested in the overall stock market. Yes, low-cost index low funds. Low-cost index funds. And so we both had pretty darn good years. Yes. Return-wise and also investing-wise. We were pumping money in that thing, man. So. We hit a major milestone. We hit a major milestone. This year. This year. Before we go into that, Shire, I think it's important to do a little review. Okay. As to net worth. Right. Let's talk about network. That's what we're talking about. Yes. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, a little review, net worth is your total number of worth via your assets minus your expenses or your liabilities, the things that you owe via home mortgages and credit cards or yes. student loans or whatever, right? Yeah. That's how you determine your net worth. Your everything net worth, you own. Everything you own. Versus, uh, subtract. Subtracted. Everything you owe. Everything you owe. Right. It's not how much you got in your in your bank. It's not nothing like that. It could be, but it's really your totality of all things you own. Your homes, 
your investment accounts, your personal, all that stuff. So what was our milestone, Shire? Do you do you want me to say it or do you want to say it? I think you should say it. <laughs> okay. Well, as far as net worth is concerned. Okay. I, I can say it. Go ahead, Shire. Okay. So this year, we became the millionaire next door. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like yes. how you put that. Okay, so that was our <laughs> yes. That, that was our exciting milestone. Yes, and um, I'm I'm, just, I'm happy. I mean, we did it in our mid 30s. Okay, um, and I think the biggest contributor to us hitting this milestone was our investment in real estate. I think so too. Because I have another one too. Especially the first two properties that we purchased. It has been a few years. And the first two properties that we purchased have doubled. Yes. They've doubled in their value. Mm-hmm. And um, the houses in Montgomery, you know, we put 20% down. So you're already going in with that 20% equity. Yes. And so while we haven't seen the values of those properties double, um, just because of the area that we invested in, right. um, we do have quite a bit of equity in those homes yeah and so that has helped tremendously right i think that has helped a couple other things shire the our primary residence yes when we bought it boy you could not tell us that we swore up and down that we were overpaying and we were just Woo, we paying a whole lot of money for this thing y'all. i didn't know if we could afford it didn't at know first we could afford because it because we were just we we were on the fence about buying a house at the mm-hmm. time because we were living in our paid off paid off condo. condo and we were just driving down the street and i mean we saw a sign mm-hmm. and it's just like where are these, ho- where are these houses, where, where are these houses? it here. wasn't all obvious we yeah. went through like this maze then we wound up in this new nice um mm-hmm. real estate development yes and you know we just we just walked into in and- this home and yeah. it was like what do we have to do to reserve it? They were just like, oh, just give us, you know, a thousand dollar check to just five hundred. Or it was something to so just hold it. We, yes. You know, don't cash a check, but I can give you one, <laughs> right? And we knew we would need to sell our house. It would be right. like a sell, then buy situation. And right. they were cool with that. They was like, Yeah, we do those. We do those. So we right. Like, and so we talked to a friend who was a realtor, house sold three days. Mm-hmm. Three days, house sold, and we were just on our way. That yeah. house selling, if you know our story, you know that we had a HELOC on that yes. house to purchase our first real estate property. Mm-hmm. Home so, equity line of credit. Yeah, so once that house sold, it completely paid off that first home, and it was the down payment for the house that we're in right now. Yes. And we've been here for a few years, and the and value has just, I mean, it has just gone, gone up. up like a third. I mean, it's gone up a lot. And yeah. so that um, contributed to our net worth as well, yes. greatly, significantly. Yes. And so I, you know. And let me say this, Shira. Mm-hmm. For anyone listening that's like, see, man, they got money. They they, they rich and all this kind of stuff. Not, not, not so fast. <laughs> because a huge contributing factor that no one wants to talk about is not always about oh, I got this much house or I got this much money we also have no debt see no consumer no debt. consumer debt yeah excuse me thank you Shara the debt free thing we did before any of this stuff happened is a huge factor because 
your net worth could be significantly higher. You, the listener or you, whoever, if you didn't have the consumer debt, if you didn't have the student loan, if you didn't have the credit card, if you didn't have mm-hmm. all the, the the auto loans, right? Right. Your net worth would goes up when those go down. So that's exactly. not even a that's not even a I got thing. That's just a I don't owe thing. And so we always neglect that. But right. I think that is vital too. Yes. Because if we owed more money, it doesn't matter that we own this many houses that are worth X or have this much in investing. We would still be like, we ain't there yet because we owe so much to creditors. Right. But because we don't, that also is a key factor. Right. Paying off your debt is so um, important. And it's and it's important enough to not overlook it. Right. Yes. Especially when you're calculating your net worth. Mm-hmm. And just so uh, for anyone who's wondering, how do we calculate you know, net worth as it relates to the rental property? What we did is we looked at the the current market value for the house Mm -hmm. and then we subtracted the balance of our mortgage and so that gave us you know the equity that's in the home Mm -hmm. and that contributes to your net worth and i think the other thing is you know if you have um if you have a high net worth it doesn't necessarily mean that you have a high amount of money in your bank account. Yes. Um, Let's be very clear. You know, (laughs) I don't need anyone hitting me up. I don't have 20 you could borrow. I don't have, you know, hey, Um, it's, you know, our net worth is in our assets. Yes. It's in real estate. Yes. It's in, you know. It's in the cloud, right? Right. It's It's in in the cloud, right? (laughs) Um, But yeah. But it's a great Shire, we have to we have to be able to stop and pause and celebrate the progress. Yes. I think we don't do that enough. And we haven't really been able to do that for a few years now because we haven't bought a rental property or we haven't paid down, paid off a debt. We've already done those things. And so you just be like, man, what am I even doing? doing. Like, 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 what am I working towards? Yeah, what am I working towards? I was about to supposed to do this for the next 20, 30 years. But this is something to pause, celebrate, and motivate us to do, to keep going. Hopefully motivate the listeners. Okay, they ain't just talking on the mic every week. They really been doing stuff behind the scene. And we, I really wanted to make a point to do not as much talking and showing and boasting and do the work. And I think mm-hmm. we're doing that by how consistent we're contributing, doing the stuff that's not fun. It's not fun. It's none about nothing about us getting to this point has been fun. Well, I think in me. the beginning it's exciting, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's exciting. But then you get into the maintenance phase mm-hmm. of your goal. It's like working out. It's yes. just like working out. It's not nothing fun about doing push-ups and hurting your arms and your body to get the physique you want. But when you look back six months, you're like, okay, all right, yes. it's looking a little different. And I will say, over these last couple years, we have invested until it hurt. Mm-hmm. There are times when it's just like we broke. We should get paid. Broke. You have to ask. What, when do we get? When paid? do you get paid? <laughs> <laughs> but you, yeah. you know, you make sacrifices mm-hmm. for what you want, mm-hmm. and I think that. Social media doesn't necessarily show you the sacrifice. They want to show you the win. Yes. And then you get kind of caught up in that. And then you start to think they're winning. I should be winning and winning should look a certain way. Mm-hmm. When willing, when winning actually doesn't. Yes. Winning might mean, oh, I really need to meal plan and keep my food budget at this amount. Yeah. Um, 
for the month. Mm-hmm. Being consistent in yep. your investing. Yep. And finding Making contentment t- in that, right? Yes. Man, that's so true. What sacrifices are you willing to make? You know, you, you, you're not going to, I always say, you're not going to accidentally retire. Like, the number you need to retire, shout out to my father who just recently retired and, you know, not going to put his business out there, but the number you need to retire in your 60s and you're going to live to 90 is very significant. You need a very significant amount of money. I'll just say that. And you're not going to get that amount of money on accident, man. You, you have really got to put have to. in on yep. that. Yep, yep consistent you know so this is a great thing we're happy yeah. we're kind of like uh, i know y'all probably like well why ain't y'all happy and stuff no we are very happy we're happy yeah we are very happy so we're happy yeah. look i'm not trying to convince myself no i'm happy <laughs> yeah. but that's kind of the anything else crazy happened this year we're not going to get no numbers, but Shira has been promoted to close out the year. She's, I know. What a blessing. She's been blessed with another J-O-B. So I think that's really dope. I'm really excited for you, Shira, on that front. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm happy for us. I'm happy yeah. for um, the family, mm-hmm. right? And, of yeah. course, your income impacts your ability to save and invest. And yes. then also to just be able to do fun things. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to... Us having a little bit more spending money, spending money, um, being able to give a little bit more, you right. know, man, I, I, you know, I want to up that. I want to up that going in, you know, to next year. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, all that, man, all that. There's a little more breathing room. We're already doing what we're supposed, supposed to, do. to do, right? So we're eating our fruits and vegetables. Now we can have a little junk food. Yeah, we have a little dessert. Yeah, have a little dessert. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely excited about that, yeah. and I'm also just excited for the folks who have been on this journey with us. Yeah, yeah. Who have been making these sacrifices alongside of us? Mm-hmm. We might not know their name, yeah. And know their story, but we know that there is a whole community. Yeah. Of listeners who are part of this community who are doing the same you know and i'm excited for that and the good things that are coming their way as well yes so now we want you (laughs) what you about to say (laughs) to share your wins in the comment section if you listen to on spotify you can be a part of that community and you can actually share your wins for the year it could be small large maybe you paid off one of your credit cards maybe you uh, were able to save x amount as an emergency savings this year or maybe you did something huge like bought your first property but if you listen to black mary debt free and you did something significant this year that you want to share share it on spotify in the community section where uh we're going to put up a poll where you can share your wins and then you know we just want to get everybody hyped going into 2024 or you can share your goals for 2024 you could also do that we'll have a separate poll for that too so man let's get it man it's not always the prettiest of years you know i don't think anything last year was like made me all happy and giddy all inside but when you step back and you look you zoom out and you can see Mm -hmm. your progress you're like all right yeah i'm making some progress Uh, like i said it's very similar to working out if you're looking at your same body every day you're like i don't see it but when you look at that before picture and that after picture you're like okay all right we're doing something 
So thank you. Thank you for listening. Any final thoughts to close out the year? Those were my final thoughts, but okay. happy new year, y'all. Whenever happy new year. Tuning in. <laughs> yes. Happy new year. And we're going to holler at y'all on the next one. Peace. Bye.